Warning, the following podcast contains some real shit. Deep, crazy, weird, occasionally sexy, real shit. So don't bring your kids and use headphones. Or don't. Do you, boo. Okay, love you, bye. My name is Nick, and this is Blowing Smoke Podcast. Hey, welcome to episode three in the foundation series of the show. Um, all this getting us ready to dig deep in all the different topics. This will be the last one of the foundation series. I'm very, very excited. Um, and perhaps one of the most important so far, at least in my opinion. Now, since we last spoke, uh, I have been, you know, being more active in life and doing what I can to expand myself in all different aspects, just trying to enjoy life. Um, I hope you guys are doing the same. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing fantastic. Uh, it is nice to see all of you and hear why well, I, I don't see you, but you know what I mean. Uh, it, it's nice to talk to you guys again, and it is very, very exciting all around. Um, you know, just life updates. I've been trying to get back into certain things. I've been reading a lot more, which is really difficult because I have ADHD, um, which basically means that while I'm reading, I also have like 10 different thoughts going on at the same time while also trying to focus on the words that I'm reading. So I wind up having to read the same page a few times. But, you know, sometimes they're a little bit better than others, and that's okay. I really do enjoy reading, and I just kind of stopped for a long time because it is difficult, and I just didn't have the attention for it, you know, so on and so forth. But it is nice. I'm getting back into that. Uh, I've been going out a lot more and seeing people and reconnecting with some old friends, uh, which has been amazing, which, by the way, goes hand in hand uh, with the previous episode of being vulnerable. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it right now. Like, stop this, pause, and go back to that one, and then come back to this one. It's okay. I can wait. Go 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 ahead. Okay, so... Um, I mean, other than that, I'm also going outside a lot more and enjoying the weather and everything around me. Uh, I absolutely love hiking. It's one of those things that it's just really good for me to get away from life, technology, everything around me, you know, just to spend a few hours up in a mountain somewhere, put my headphones in, listen to some music or just kind of vibe out to the sounds around me and just kind of reflect. It's really great. Um, I'm a really big advocate of self-preservation and self-care. And I mean, that looks different for everyone. Um, you know, that could be where you have to force yourself to sit down and take a break because you're always on the go. You're always busy. You're always working. You know, go, go, go. And you have to literally force yourself to sit down, which you should. It's really good and you need to do that. Or, which for me involves going outside, or I do like to sit out on my deck and enjoy some fresh air, listen to music or something like that. Um, so definitely make sure that you're taking that time for yourself to get out or to stay in. Um, the weather around here right now is incredible in Tennessee before it gets super fucking hot, um, which I'm not a fan of. It is kind of funny. I do have a couple friends from the deeper south, and you know they love it up here and say it's 
much milder during the summer than it is down in like Texas or Louisiana, which is true. But when you factor in that I'm from Michigan and spent most of my life, my younger life, thinking that anything over like 80 degrees was too hot and I was going to fucking die. Um, when I moved down to Tennessee, where it's over 90 fucking degrees all the time, and the humidity is just stupid. That's too much. It's not okay. But, I mean, southern people just kind of drive me nuts because they love this shit. Like, I've heard some southerners say that they love the summer, where they get hot and sweaty, and they love, you know, just their shirt sticking to them. I'm not kidding me, but, like, m- excuse me, bitch. Like, what the fuck is that? That's crazy. That's crazy ass shit. I don't get it. I love y'all. I really, really do. But sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. It's just hot and it's humid and sweaty. I don't get why that's enjoyable, but y'all are built a little bit different. You know, I'm, anyways, other than my confusion when it comes to some Southern people, how are you guys doing? How you last couple of weeks been? You know, how are you actually doing though? Not like when a friend or a coworker asks you, you know, and you say, oh, I'm not too bad or could be worse or those pre-programmed responses to keep the day moving. How are you actually doing? You know, you don't have to tell me. You can if you want to. I'll listen. But, you know, are you sleeping enough? Are you drinking enough water? Did you eat something today? The honest answer behind that is usually that you aren't getting enough of at least one of those or something else that's just as important that I didn't mention. You know, maybe you just need a hug, like a real hug. There's an author and a therapist by the name of Virginia Satir who had said that we need four hugs a day for survival, eight hugs a day for maintenance, and 12 hugs a day for growth. Now, if you just heard that and you thought the same thing that I did, that by that standard you are in severe hug debt, uh, don't worry. So many people are, including myself. And I think I'm just going to start a hug business where you just walk in, you know, go up to the counter and you choose your hug package, you know, and you just go, uh, you know, I'll take the number four, the five minute hug. And, you know, I'd like to make that a combo with the sweet ver- the sweet words of affirmation whispered into my ear, please. I, I, I mean, I know that sounds like a little bit of an escort service, but it's got a good cause, you know. So, yeah, you know, I'll just be starting the GoFundMe page here pretty soon to get that off the ground. Uh, absolutely, you know, details later, um, you know, it comes with a complimentary little hanky that says, I got, you know, I got you, boo, um, real sweet stuff, um, but basically, go give someone a hug, damn it, like, they probably need it, I know I do, um, so someone else probably needs it, give yourself a little hug, feels good, but how do we know if someone needs a hug, or to talk, or whatever, well, we need to learn to listen, I fucking love a good segue, Mm. which is basically what today's episode is about, in case you didn't know that by the title, Um, except we're going to break it down a little bit into the different meanings of listening and the different aspects of our life and where it applies. So previously we had breaking down our walls, becoming vulnerable with other people and yourself, and now we have listening to yourself and what is around you and others. So let's dig into it, right? Take a few deep breaths, get a snack get a drink, get a fuzzy blanket, get your dog to snuggle with, whatever the case may be, and let's just dive in. All right, here we go. So the first thing we're talking about when it comes to listening is listening to yourself, 
listening to your body. What does your body need? What is your body saying to you? This, you know, the listening comes in many different forms, and this is one of the biggest ones that I think we ignore all the time, which is our bodies trying to tell us something or our mind trying to tell us something, and we just ignore it, you know, and we just move past it. We don't pay attention. You know, I like to start with ourself first because you really can't give your best to others if you're not taking care of yourself to begin with, if you're not giving to yourself to begin with, all right? Now, how many times have you been sitting alone and you just feel like shit? I mean, mentally, physically, just shit. It's just not good. You just want to be happy. You want to feel better. You want a life, you know, that's fulfilling. I mean, which is what we really all want um, if you think about it, but you continue to do what is safe for you and the same feeling exists, okay? You feeling like shit is your body way of saying, hey, we need to do something. Go the fuck outside. I need some water. I kind of like something to eat. You know, I need mental stimulation. I need healing. It needs things. Your body's telling you these things, okay? We ignore ourselves so much because we already know what needs to be done But we either aren't sure how to go about doing it or we just don't want to even try if we know that it will make us happy. You know, we don't even want to try it, even if we know for a fact that that's something that will make us better in the future. Why? Because it involves us breaking out of our safe zone, which isn't really that safe if you think about it. Okay. My previous therapist put it this way. She would often say that most of her job consists of patients speaking 85% of the time, and then her speaking 15% of the time. You know, she's asking questions, leading them to the next steps, guiding them to where they needed to be. But the majority of the time, a person would talk for so long about a certain, certain topic that they would come to a realization on their own because they were actually listening to themselves as they spoke about the things that they already knew about, had already lived through, but they never took the actual time to hear themselves say it to themselves or out loud or really just never took all that time to process. How many times has that happened to you when you're talking to somebody about something or just in general and then you're like, oh shit, it just kind of pops, right? Now that doesn't always happen, but that does happen often where we can kind of come to the answer ourselves if we actually take the steps. And that's what therapy is for, is to help give you those tools to lead you towards that success. So what is it that you need? What is your body telling you to do? I find that, you know, when I'm out hiking by myself, you know, it's the best time for me to really think about my life and my goals. Or at night, you know, like I said before, I like to sit out on my deck, listen to some music, and just kind of vibe out by myself. It's the best time for me to really be honest with myself on how I'm doing and what I need in order to achieve that happiness that I really want. It's, you know, it's a really simple concept that you would think that we would be able to master because it's literally our own body, but we ignore our own shit like it's our fucking job, you know, because that stuff just goes away if we don't talk about it or face it, right? No, that's wrong. You know, it could be really hard to hear what you need to tell yourself, but it could just be that turning point that you need. So make sure that you're taking the time for yourself and set yourself up for success, But listening to yourself is really only half the battle. You need to listen, then put your plan into action. But more on that a little bit later, okay? Other than that, 
what are you listening to around you? What types of things are you surrounding yourself with? What kind of people? Listening is a great skill to have, but what could be a potentially just as important is knowing what you should be listening to. And I'm not saying like, you know, what kind of music are you listening to? No, it's the things that are around you. It's a very good thing to question the things in your life, you know, such as religion, politics, leadership, yourself, you know, things around you. There's nothing wrong with questioning that. It's healthy. Um, But when I say question, make sure that it's coming from a standpoint of growth and not anger or judgment. Okay, that's the proper way to basically keep going, to keep growing as long as we are asking those questions in a healthy standpoint. If we don't question the things around us, then we just take what someone says as truth and never really take the time to find out for ourselves or do the research to verify. So never take the words that someone says to be the absolute truth, which is why any person who's in any sort of leader posi- leadership position, whether that be personal, professional, you know, whatever the case may be, will remind you to put the work in for yourself, okay? It is very important that you do that so that way you're not just following what somebody says to be the absolute truth. I mean, that goes the same for me. Question me. You're listening to me. I don't know whether you think I, you know, this is amazing or anything or not, but I am by no means an expert on life, but I base everything that I do and say off of personal experience and research that I've done and from what others have done. You know, let's be honest, though. If you're listening to this and you're basically a fucking genius, you know, because come on, it's me. I'm amazing. But (laughs) if you're going to get advice from someone, make sure it's someone that you trust uh, to lead you in the right direction and someone who will give you the tools to figure certain things out for yourself. That is why I'm such a huge advocate on therapy because it's not just a person giving you all the answers to fixing your life. That doesn't help you in the future, okay? Maybe it can help you fix that specific problem. But the whole point is that they are teaching you and providing you with those tools to take into your life, into your own hands, to build your future into the way that you want to be. So that way, hopefully, you don't always need that therapist or you don't need something else to keep you going. Now, no one can make you happy. You are the only person that was responsible for your personal happiness. So make sure that you are inv- what you're inviting into your mind is something that you can use for your future. Maybe it's not even you seeking advice. It could just be the environment that you're in. You could live or work in a place that all you hear from those around you is negativity all day long. That can affect you way more than you realize. Okay, For example, you know, you're at work and all you hear is from the people around you that they hate their job day in and day out. I mean, well, chances are you're going to find yourself thinking and saying, damn, I really hate this job too. I mean, it's a small example. And to be honest, some jobs really just suck. But you see my point with that, okay? Or maybe your home life is pretty negative. Maybe it's directed towards you. You know, you could be hearing all day in your home what is supposed to be your place of comfort that you're a terrible person, you're ugly, you're not good enough, you know, etc. Guess what? Over time, that will begin to sound more and more like the truth. You know, that's going to chip away at you. And eventually, that's what you're going to think about yourself. So the fact of the matter is, what you allow to come into your ears and your mind can have a really bad effect if you're not careful. Okay, So maybe it's time to do some pruning of some of those things, you know, or people, 
which isn't easy. It sucks. I've had to do this before in the past where someone who I thought was a good friend, someone who I thought was close, you know, didn't have my best interests at heart and wasn't giving me the best advice for my own personal growth. Your mind has value. So make sure that any other people that you talk to or invite in, they also know that and they respect that when they talk to you, okay? And vice versa. If you have a platform or people you're close to, make sure that what you're putting out there isn't toxic and it isn't hateful and isn't something that's going to hurt somebody on purpose. Hold yourself to a standard to be better, okay? Now, history does not have to repeat itself, okay? I've said this before, but the famous phrase was history repeats itself just means you're not fucking listening. I hate to say this, but the problem that you're going through isn't new. It's not that unique. It's not so crazy that no one has ever gone through it before. You're not that special. Now, I will say you are special and I love you, but I said what I said. How many people are unhappy in a relationship over some shit that so many other people have gone through? Guess what? There's a whole section at Barnes and Nobles on fixing your relationship. Why? Because it's happened before. How many people are depressed in life and don't think that anyone really understands what they're going through? There's books for that too. I'm just I'm using a bookstore as an example, but there are literally books for every problem that you have had or ever could have. Why? Because people have already gone through it and they figured it out, or at least they tried to. You know, the concept that history repeats itself is insane because it doesn't have to if we just took the time to listen to someone else's story, okay? You know, there are books, TV shows, songs, podcasts, <clears throat> of all different varieties that talk about anything you could want, but are you really listening to what is being said? You know, that's the difference. Now, history is always changing, which is why there's always a new way of doing things. Um, because someone took the time to listen to the past and decided to not only listen to it, but to improve upon it. Hence why schools change all the time. As we get older, you know, the way that I solved a certain problem in school is completely different than how they do it now at that same age. And it's just how it is. We learn from the past and they put it into something new, but that's a good thing. And we're learning in some of those aspects. That's the best way to do it. But we have all of these examples put out in front of us and we're just not taking that time to really not only hear what someone is saying, but listen to it and internalize it. So, you know, a, a good example of this in a story, um, I really love talking to elderly people. They always have a story to tell about their life, about anything. They've lived a long time and they have a lot of experiences. So one of my favorite things that I did while I was doing ministry was going to nursing homes to sit and spend time with, you know, the elderly that live there and they love nothing more than someone coming and wanting to spend time with them and just to listen to their life. So I remember a story that was told to me by you know a very nice older man that I had seen a few times. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name, um, but he told me how he would have this paper route. This is a long time ago when he was younger, and that's how he made his pocket money when he was a kid. This is like 70-some years ago. 
which really wasn't that much money. Like I'm talking, he got paid like a few dollars, like $5 a week, if that, you know, but back then the value was higher, obviously. And when you were a kid, that was, that was great. You know, that was a good amount of money for him, but he would work all week, even when it was blistering hot or icy cold, just to get his little money. Why? Because at the end of the week, he would go with his friends to get ice cream and a soda from a local place down the road, and he would look forward to it every single week. You know, I just remember while he's telling me this story, I remember how teary-eyed he would get thinking back on how happy something that simple would make him. As he got older, he forgot about how a simple soda or an ice cream would turn around his entire week and made him so happy. You know, after he told me the story, he stopped and looked at me only to say, you know, life is hard and there's no way around things sometimes. But if you can value the small things and take time to really appreciate it, well, then those hard times maybe aren't so tough and the good times are that much sweeter. I will never forget that. And there's multiple other stories that I have been told over time that I carry with me and they're little reminders here and there. And we always mess up when it comes to a lot of different things. Things happen in life, things change, things are hard. And we lose track of the small little things that really bring us joy. And that's that's one example. But think of how many stories are out there that we have listened to and forgotten or we haven't paid attention at all. So this is just one of the stories of so many that I've heard. But the concept still stays the same. Whether it's relationships, professional, personal life, I guarantee someone has a story about something that, you know, they either worked through them and they have something that worked for them or they have something that didn't work for them. You know, if we would only just take the time and ask them about it and then really hear what they're saying. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from someone that was older than me say something like, oh, I've been there or, hey, don't do what I did. If someone is saying something like that to you and you trust their judgment, fucking open your ears and listen. Don't waste the opportunity to learn something that could really help you in the future. You know, so are you listening? Okay, so listening to someone and yourself is great, but are you really hearing what they're saying? You know, you're listening to my voice right now, and you may agree with what I'm saying, but... Are you really hearing what I'm saying? Are you internalizing it? Because listening is more than just letting the information into your ears. Really hearing something involves the effort to also think about what is being said, you know, to see if you really understand it. Whether that's something directed at you or maybe someone's confiding in you about something or seeking help or advice from you. Are you really listening to what they are saying in order to respond with the best possible answer. You know, it's very easy for our brains to go into an autopilot in everyday life, conversations, you know, and sometimes you need to actually make the effort to snap out of it and realize what you're actually hearing. You know, you can apply this to so many different aspects of your life. You know, for example, your romantic partnership or relationship. If your significant other has something that they really need to talk to you about, Or maybe it's just a regular conversation. Stop what you're doing and listen. 
comprehend what they're saying and formulate a real a real response. You know, don't allow yourself to autopilot your brain until the conversation is over. Be engaged. You know, make sure that they know that you're paying attention and you're listening to what they're saying. You know, I personally find it very attractive when someone takes the time to be engaged in a conversation with me. They're listening to what I'm saying. No matter what the topic is, whether it's a deep conversation, a lighthearted conversation, and you can see it. And when you can see someone really listening to what you're saying and taking in every word, you can feel it too. It's fantastic. You know, listen to your friends. Last episode, we talked about making yourself a safe place for someone to come to you in their time of need. Well, you know, that all stems back on your ability to hear what's being said and try to understand it. Maybe there's way too much that you're listening to and your brain won't stop talking. Give yourself some peace and separate yourself from the noise for a while. You know, for me personally, which is why I love hiking and being outside, I have really bad tinnitus in my ears, so they ring 24-7. And that comes, you know, from the time being in the Navy, um, being around a lot of machinery and things like that. But being outside offers a certain level of quiet for me because, you know, if I'm outside, I'm in nature or I'm hiking or even just sitting out on the deck, there's just outside ambient noise. And it's enough to block out the constant ringing uh, in my ears, which drives me insane. I can't sit in a silent room because I then become uncomfortable because that silent room is too loud for me. Okay. But make sure if there's too much happening in that brain, settle down a little bit. Give yourself some peace. Take a break. Come back to it later. All right. Now, going back to again, what's probably the other half of listening is taking action, okay? Up to this point, we focused on hearing the things around us and processing, but this pairs up directly with taking action because if you're just listening to everything, you know, that's useless unless you actually do something about it, okay? So bringing it back to therapy for a second, because we talked about a little bit before, a therapist is there and listens to everything you say and asks questions and challenges you. But what's the point if you don't take what's being given to you? And, you know, if you do take it and you do nothing with it, it, it doesn't do anything at all. It doesn't help you. That problem will still persist. That problem will still be there. If you want to make a change in your life, you can't just watch, you know, a YouTube video, listen to a podcast or listen to someone else and, you know, your life is automatically better. It would be nice, but that's not how it works. Once you hear something and reflect on it, take the appropriate action to put it in motion, okay? Last episode, I spoke about being vulnerable and opening yourself up to new things and people. Maybe that stuck with you and you want that, but what have you done to make that a reality? You know, if you listen to the first episode of Walls and you listen to the second episode of Vulnerability and that's something that you want in your life, you want to move past that, you want to start something new, well, that's all well and good. But what did you take from those to put into action? Because it all means nothing, you know, unless you have a plan, unless you stop doing what you're doing before and do something different. So, you know, 
things always sound great on paper when someone tells you, you know, you have a dream or someone tells you, hey, if you do this, you know, your life will be a lot better. It all sounds great. It's, you know, it sounds wonderful on paper and you could write it up. You could just put it all out there and it looks good, you know, makes you feel good. And, you know, a dream is only a dream though until we make it real. Now, don't make your weird, fucked up dreams become real. For example, uh, when I was young, I used to have dreams of velociraptors chasing me when I was a kid. Let's not make that one a reality, please. That would be bad. So, good dreams, not bad. But instead of listening to someone else's life and wish that you could have the same things one day, why not say that this is day one? You know, day one of you putting your plan together to do something different. Day one of your new life. Day one of feeling better. So on and so forth. So, are you listening to what your body is telling you? What your mind is trying to tell you? What are the people and the things around you saying? What are you allowing to be invited into your brain? Is what that person is saying to you or about you the real truth or is it fabricated question that are you hearing the stories from the past and really listening so that their history doesn't have to be your history are you taking the time to comprehend what you're hearing and what actions do you need to take you know all of these are a lot of basic concepts when it comes to listening. There's so many different ways that you can apply this to your life. This is just a start though, okay? And what the plan is for this is to take these episodes and to prepare you, to prepare myself, to prepare, prepare other people for what is coming next because what's coming next is not just inward reflection but really talking to different people hearing different stories, hearing different people's lives about anything, everything and anything. And I'm very excited for that to to come into fruition and very excited to share that with you. It's going to be a good time. You know, as always, thank you so much uh, for, for stopping by. Um, if you like what you hear, you know, share it with other people. Um, but come and see me on Instagram. Um, I have a link of it in my personal Instagram, uh, but it's also blowing under uh, underscore smoke cast and just come and join the community and the conversation. And it's growing a little bit by little bit. I get very excited by every follower that comes in every like it's really cool. Uh, it gives me the warm and fuzzies. Uh, it's, and I'm really hoping that it just blossoms, but uh, come and join us. Now, my recommendation for this episode is horror movies and snacks because they go well together. Uh, my favorite genre of movie is horror movies. By far, hands down, I'm a big horror fan. Uh, not much really scares me anymore because I'm demented and I've seen all of them. But I am always in uh, the mood for like a new scare, something different. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me. The new Evil Dead movie is coming out, which I'm very excited for. 
You know, there's nothing like an afternoon of possession and blood and white people making really bad decisions. Uh, so snuggle in and get the, the blood pressure pumping. And, you know, I like to watch them by myself because, again, I'm weird like that. Maybe you want to cuddle with somebody. I cuddle with my dog because I love him. And, and if you need a horror movie recommendation... Just ask me, because I have a ton of them that I'd love to share with you. Um, but that's my recommendation. So this is the end of the Foundation series episodes. Okay, I kind of said that a little bit before. Take these and get ready for what's coming, because, again, it's anything and everything about life. If you think you're ready and you want to stay in this journey with me, then come along and I might just tell you a story. I love you. Until next time. A big thank you for the Blowing Smoke theme song, which was written and performed by a good friend, Zandretti.